from passion for sport, this is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Welcome to the show. Day 12 today and the group stage ends with the defending champions Algeria needing to beat Ivory Coast, otherwise they are out. We'll be going to Limbe to hear how the Gambia team is doing ahead of today's clash with Tunisia. And we have more on the shock of the tournament as Ghana were eliminated after losing to Comoros. We speak to fans in Accra. Our players, they are lazy. They are lazy. Lazy. That's coming up later, but to last night, Group D ended with Nigeria beating Guinea-Bissau 2-0 for a 100% record, while Egypt beat Sudan 1-0. No Mohamed Salah goal there, but a header from Mohamed Abdel Monem. Uh, the standings in Group D, Nigeria with nine points, Egypt with six, Sudan and Guinea-Bissau have one point each. Uh, they are both heading home. Now, the results on Wednesday night have helped us with the permutations for the best third-place teams, and the Results mean that the Gambia are through to the round of 16, Mali also, Malawi through to the knockout stage for the first time, and Cape Verde have made it through as well. And a confirmed fixture is that Malawi will take on Morocco in a huge game in the round of 16. So it's Nigeria, the only team with three out of three in the group stage. Calls from Umar Sadiq and William Troost Ekong giving them the win over Guinea-Bissau. I'm joined by African football expert Solis Chukwu in Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, looking good for the Super Eagles, Solis. It's looking really, really good, Steve. Um, having already sewn up the group by the end of the second game against Sudan, the only concern coming into this match against Guinea-Bissau was the wisdom or otherwise of resting players. Uh, some people, like myself, felt there was no reason for it. Um, however, Nigeria coach Austin Aguavan was evidently of a different persuasion and uh, here he made eight changes to the starting eleven. Uh, but in spite of those changes, I thought Nigeria controlled the match and played the better football overall. Uh, they were not quite as flowing as they were with the regular 11. But still, the Super Eagles created some good chances, and uh, I thought they were secure through midfield and at the back. I cannot really remember any uh, clear Guinea-Bissau chances beyond a volley from the edge of the box in the first half from a cleared corner, I think. So it was a very composed display, and it was good to see Amaria striker Umar Sadiq get the opener as... Uh, to that point, he had been having a rotten match, uh, doubling on the ball and committing a ton of fouls. Uh, perhaps nothing um, that encapsulates perfectly the state of Greece that this Nigeria side is in. I mean, even its worst player on the pitch managed to produce something noteworthy. Uh, the second goal was a variation on that same theme of everything seemingly working together for Nigeria's good, as uh, Watford defender William Trusekong found himself in the right place at the right time to knock home the second after the ball had come back off the bar. So yes, it is looking really good for Nigeria at the moment. They are the only team with a 100% record at this tournament. And um, in my opinion, they have the best player of the tournament so far in Moses Simon, who was again electric here coming off the bench. To make that many changes and still come up with a coherent performance speaks really to the strength of this squad and suggests there is more to come and a deep run in the competition to look forward to, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Solis. We'll see if Nigeria can continue the way that they've started. 
Now let's go back to Tuesday as Ghana were knocked out of the tournament in one of the biggest upsets ever at the Africa Cup of Nations as they lost 3-2 to Comoros who were at the tournament for the first time. The Black Stars opened their campaign with a loss to Morocco. They drew with Gabon and then lost to Comoros ending with one point and bottom of Group C. It's now 40 years since Ghana won the Africa Cup of Nations. Our reporter in Accra, Betty Yorson, spoke to fans to get their reaction. Disappointment is clearly an understatement to describe the feeling among football fanatics here in Ghana. But what makes it much deeper is that yesterday history was made, but one that most Ghanaians would never want to remember again. The Black Stars' exit from the ongoing Africa Cup of Nations in Cameroon with just a point is the worst the team has performed in their 23 appearances at the Binal Tournament. And football fans on the streets of Accra could just not hide their disappointment in the Black Stars. I knew this was going to happen. In fact, at best, if we had even progressed from this group stage, we were going to crash out. So we no longer had the quality we had probably prior to even going to South Africa 2010. And since then, it's been downhill. Obviously, what happened to us yesterday was definitely going to happen. My surprise was how it happened. I didn't expect Comoros to be uh, undoing. So that's where my pain is and the humiliation they're in. You couldn't have done better because you put out stinkers right from the one against Morocco when you struggled to create decent opportunities. You couldn't defend the world, elementary defending, and against Comoros, it was the worst outing I've ever seen of the Black Stars. I'm not really expecting much from the authorities because it has always been about people's interests. This team where it's, it's, it's not a strong team, especially when you have players like uh, Jordan Yu. Jordan, how can you play 40 matches in the EPL, scoring one goal as a striker and you've been called to the national team for, as a leading striker? How? It doesn't work like that. You can't do this in uh, Brazilian national team, England, English national team and those things. If you don't have form, they don't call you. The team is not good. Me, I saw it coming before you, the, events, the, the tournament even started. Well, I was expecting them to win against Comoros because it was their first time. It was a must-win match, but then the Ghanaians lost. I'm really disappointed. Our players, they are lazy. They are lazy. Lazy. They don't want to kill themselves. For, for, for the country. You see, their mind all is about money. My name is Betty Yorton reporting from Accra, Ghana. Thanks, Betty. Angry Ghana fans in Accra. So what did you make of the Black Stars implosion in Cameroon, Solis? A very apt conclusion for what has been a doomed cycle for Ghana in that everything that could possibly go wrong for them did. They came into the game against Comoros, on paper the weakest team in the group, in the knowledge that a win would at least put them in the frame either for automatic qualification or for a third-place finish, depending on the result in the other match between Morocco and Gabon. But how they handled that imperative, smacked of naivety. I mean, to concede that early against a side that had not scored in its first two matches, and then to be overmanned on the counter-attack after like four minutes, that was criminal stuff. Um, the sending off of Captain Andreayu only made things worse. It was a harsh decision, in my opinion, but... Really, when you think about it, Ghana were hardly blowing the hinges off the Comoros door up to that point. Uh, the performance in the first half left so much to be desired. While what they had to do was clear, their method for achieving it was anything but. Uh, beyond a few pot shots from the edge of the box, the Black Stars looked 
lackluster in my opinion. It's no coincidence that the goals they did get to pull it back to 2-2 both came from set pieces. However, Comoros were not to be denied and caught Ghana out on the break as they pushed for the third goal to take them through. It was the East African Islanders who got the winner for a famous, famous result. Their first ever win at the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, so congratulations to them. For Ghana, there was nothing but grave disappointment on the, on the night. It, this is the first time ever they have been eliminated from the group stage without a win at the AFCON. And really all those doubts over the decision to reappoint Milovan Ryavak back in September are looking very, very justified at this point, Steve. Thanks, Solis. A lot of questions, and Ghana will go into the World Cup playoffs in March off the back of this disappointment. We'll see if Ryavats is still the coach by then. Certainly there were widespread concerns ahead of the tournament over the capabilities of the Ghana strike force. Well, on social media, we asked about your thoughts about Ghana's group stage exit, what went wrong for the Black Stars what you think they need to do with the team. Well, Sideko Suno in the Gambia says, uh, well, this year's AFCON is full of upsets. I wish my country, the Gambia, can also get an upset against Tunisia. And Mohamed Sissoko Kamara Jr. in Liberia says the Ghana coach needs to be changed. That's going to be a big decision. And Shehu Ahmed Tijan in Nigeria says it was a lack of tactics for the Black Stars. And Molai Sadu Kabgo in Sierra Leone says this is a question for the South Africa Africans and the Nigerians asking that I think as South Africa failed to qualify and Bakari Tamba in the Gambia says Ghana themselves are the cause of their early exit because they don't play collective football like other small nations do and most of their players are short-tempered you can see their reactions when things were happening on the pitch says Bakari Thanks for those comments. This is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport, the show coming to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, online, on radio, and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv. In the blog section there, Russ Bravo looks at dealing with the consequences of our mistakes how footballers and all of us make mistakes, and how we can deal with them in faith. That's on our website, planetsport.tv, and you click on the blog section at the top on the right. Well, four games on today as the group stage ends in Group E, Sierra Leone playing Equatorial Guinea in Limbe, and Ivory Coast taking on Algeria in a huge game in Douala. The holders, Algeria, lost to Equatorial Guinea last time and were held to a draw by Sierra Leone in their opener. They must win this or they are out. Ivory Coast top of the group with four points, Equatorial Guinea on three, Sierra Leone on two, and Algeria on one point. Both those games kick off at 16 G. GMT and at 19 GMT in Group F, the Gambia play Tunisia in Limbe and Mali take on Mauritania in Douala. The Gambia and Mali on four points, Tunisia on three, and Mauritania with no points are out already. I spoke to Mamadou Ba, who's with the Gambia team in Limbe. It's the Scorpions' debut Nations Cup appearance, uh, doing so well, starting with a win against Mauritania and then drawing with Mali. I asked Mamadou how it is in the Gambia camp. Well, Steve, the feeling has been really great in the Scorpions camp and, of course, the fans who are here and, of course, those back home. Uh, it's been a really a positive start for, for Sanfe and his team, four points from two matches. So um, going into the match against Tunisia today, 
um, the expectations are that um, the Scorpions can get the job done, um, even though it's a really difficult match against Tunisia. Um, everyone is calm. Uh, I'm speaking to the players and seeing um, some of their training sessions. They look really, really um, cool-headed and, and Sanfe has been credited um, for that, for really keeping the team grounded, um, taking it game by game. So... Um, for them, the, the Mali game was the most difficult match before the tournament and they got through it. So I know it's going to be the same approach today against um, Tunisia. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, how are things going there in Limbe, Mamadou? Limbe being an English-speaking region, it feels like home for um, for the Scorpions because they can feel the vibe. The, the environment really, is really nice. Um, as I said um, uh, in the previous programs, um, where the stadium is situated, just around around the stadium, you have the, the Atlantic Ocean with um, Mount um, Cameroon um, nearby. So um, it's been really, really a nice city um, with the Scorpions, really enjoying it, um, receiving a lot of support as well from from the locals. So if the Scorpions managed um, to go through, they 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 would have really loved um, to stay in Limbe and and play in the in the knockout stages because Limbe have been really accommodating them to the Scorpions and, and the Scorpions have really really done well, they created history here winning their first match and, and so far after two matches stopping the group so I know if you ask um, um, Sanfe, he, he would have loved to continue the tournament um, in this um, great um, city of Limbe. That's Mamadou Ba in Limbe, which sounds like the place to be if you're at the Africa Cup of Nations. A recap of today's fixtures in Group E, Sierra Leone playing Equatorial Guinea in Limbe, Ivory Coast playing Algeria in Douala. Algeria must win or they are out. And uh, those games kicking off at 16 GMT. Uh, the Gambia playing Tunisia in Limbe in Group F and Mali playing Mauritania in Douala. Those games kick off at 19 GMT. From me, Steve Vickers and Solis Chukwu, thanks for listening. The show's back tomorrow and Cameroon Roars is a passion for sport production.